Now listen carefully. Let me ask you a question. When should you be criminally liable for your thoughts, for thinking sick things, for wanting to do sick things, for dreaming and fantasizing and desiring to do and to contemplate illegal, sick, unnatural activities? When? If there's any redeeming... uh, value of of rationality left in you, you'll say nothing. You can't be charged with a crime for thinking something. That That doesn't make any sense. But that's precisely where we are heading, and that's where we are right now. Thought crimes are here, and people love the idea. They they think it's terrific, and it's insanity. And I'm going to give you the best example of how this insanity works. By asking you a very simple question, should you be able to be charged and convicted with sexually assaulting or abusing a robot? Think about that. I have. I've thought about it. And I want to discuss that with you. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're more likely to have your data compromised than ever. In 2020 alone, 500,000 user accounts belonging to a popular video conferencing app were stolen and sold on the deep web. Usernames and passwords were sold for as low as a penny. Tech experts believe the number of stolen accounts could be in the millions in the future. Relying on big tech companies to protect you is no longer an option. Hackers, ISPs, advertisers, and government agencies all want a piece of your information. This is why I'm such a huge advocate of Virtual Shield. Virtual Shield is a no-log VPN that helps protect your private data from hackers with the flick of a button. Data like your ID, social security number, bank accounts, and medical history. Protecting yourself takes seconds and works on all of your devices. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility to take control of your privacy, and Virtual Shield helps make that possible. Try Virtual Shield risk-free for 30 days and receive 50% off for life. That's right, 50% off for life by going to virtualshield.com slash Lionel. That's virtualshield.com slash Lionel. Browse the web safely and anonymously starting today. Okay, here's how it goes. As you know, robots have always been a great, subject of sci-fi from Asimov and you name it. And as robots continue to to, uh, become more and more complex and more and more sophisticated and the like, and more and more real and human-like, you're going to see robots combined with AI, artificial intelligence. Now, robots are programmable machines. You program the machine. Think of a robot as a welding robot or a vacuum robot or whatever you want to call it. Something that you program it to do. Not to think, not to imagine, but to do something. Artificial intelligence programs itself or programs you. It's a different story. Now, as robots become more and more lifelike, as technology and polymers and synthetics and skin 
become, or, or artificial skin, become more and more lifelike as robots begin to blush and have eyes that dilate and have horripilation and goosebumps and you name it. These things are going to become more and more human. Not only that, the robot, if um, uh, uh, equipped, if you will, with artificial intelligence, with AI, will learn you or learn the, the, the subject, the master. It will learn you. It will find out and will determine and ascertain and catalog your idiosyncrasies, your fetishes, your weird quirks and kinks and all of that. Now, eventually you're going to have, as sure as I am here, people who will prefer their robot to a human being. Guaranteed. It's, it's probably here now, but you will see this because at the level of complete and total uh, psychosocial and psychosexual disconnect that we're seeing right now, there are people who would prefer a robot to a human being. Okay, fine. Now, you're also going to see somebody who is going to either ask for or companies that will produce a robot that looks like a child. It's disgusting, I know, but work with me on this. That looks like an infant or a cocker spaniel. It looks like something that if it were real, it would be the subject of criminal uh, exposure and liability. Infants, children, uh, uh, you know, uh, a drake, some type of a woodchuck. Can't do that. We have strict prohibitions against uh, sexual congress with the aforementioned. Okay. You then have a... And by the way, this is already being done. There are some countries that are forbidding the production of children, child-like or child-appearing uh, 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 robots. Now, here is, here, here, here is the problem. In as much as this is absolutely insane and sick for someone to be involved in something like that in the first place. The question becomes, how is it that I could take something that is not real and prohibit you from purchasing it, having a law passed by the government that prohibits you from purchasing this thing because you might look at it and think something that would be against the law if indeed it were to involve a human. What I'm talking about is I want to prosecute people now for thought crimes. I'm going to say it is against the law to think this. You can't buy this. You can't buy this object, whatever, uh, and dare I, dare I be uh, sacrilegious, some image of, of, of a human being, something even even sacred in certain circles, but I can't buy that. I can't purchase it. I can't sell it because I know you're going to have some type of sexual contact with it and that's disgusting. Imagine telling somebody, I'm not going to sell you this thermos. Do they even have thermoses anymore? But anyway, I'm not going to sell you this thermos because I know what you're going to do. I know. I saw you. I heard about you. 
I don't want you to look at this thermos and get some weird idea. You think that's ridiculous. This is a thought crime. In our, in our culture, we uh, technically prosecute people for doing things, not thinking things, not imagining things. That's a thought crime. Now, is it sick? Yes. If anybody goes and says, can you have an infant? Can I, can I have an infant robot? Yes. No, no, smaller. Please. What are you going to do with this? You know what I'm going to And let's assume somebody were to tell you. Now, yes, it's sick. Yes, it's demented. Yes, 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 yes. But what if they say you can't do it? It should bother you more that you're telling somebody, no, you can't think something? You mean to tell me you would have no problem living in a country, living in a society that would tell somebody, I don't want you to think something? I don't want you to think it? I don't want you to use your imagination and think something that is, now, now, that, that's demented? Now, some people might say, better to have these people think or objectify their, their, their sickness on something other than a human being. Right? Doesn't that make sense to you? Does to me. But that's not the point. Now, some country, what was it, Saudi Arabia or some country, wanted to grant citizenship to a robot. We're going to have these items, these machines, these, these objects, these pieces of, of software. We're going one day to grant human status to them. Human status and human protections and human human status as a victim and if you do that if you do that if you then take something which is inanimate and you start imbuing it with the ability to be victimized which doesn't make any sense then you're going to say and it can vote and it can hold office then and it can marry and it can be well it can be taxed good luck but you're going to see this notion of transhumanism taken to a level that nobody's ever think. Because what you're doing is you're going to be granting human status. Actually, rephrased, you're going to diminish the notion of human status and apply it to a machine. Now, the whole notion, the whole idea of, of these, of, of thought crimes and, and being able to sexually abuse a, a robot, theoretically? Sexually abuse a robot? That's like saying, can you, can you uh, sexually abuse a Mr. Coffee machine? What? Well, maybe not technically, but you were thinking it. Oh my God, this is, this, is, this is the most dangerous of dangerous. Now, where does all this come from? I'll tell you exactly where it comes from. Hate crimes. You see, hate crimes, it was this great idea, wasn't it? Oh, it's so terrific. Hate crimes. Hate crimes... Uh, it was the idea that somehow you could take something which is already cognizable at, at law, battery, assault, robbery, arson, burglary, whatever, and you were going to aggravate the crime, aggravate it by virtue of adding to it a condition, an element of hate, of motivation, of animus. Sure, you committed arson. Sure, you committed criminal uh, mischief. Let's say arson, um, uh, vandalism. Sure, you committed burglary by entering or remaining on the property and the cartilage of someone to commit an offense therein, namely arson, by taking a cross and burning it. You can't burn, you can't, I, I can't go onto your lawn 
and burn a cross. It can't burn anything. It's trespass. Could very well be burglary. Believe it or not, burglary, even though I don't enter your home, I'm entering the curtilage, the surrounding area. I'm committing a felony. I think burning something, torching, may or may not be a felony. In any event, that, that's already at law. And I've never known, never, ever in my life as a prosecutor ever cared about why somebody burgled, why somebody committed armed robbery. If, if there was a reason why, and it mitigated your, your sentence... In sentencing, you can bring it up. I did it because I was my family needed the money. But prosecutors never cared for motivation. Didn't care. Didn't care why. Never cared about that. Why you did something made no sense. Why you kill somebody? Why you hurt somebody? Why you stab somebody? Why? What was the motivation? Did you have a beef? Was it because you don't like gay people? You don't like Alsatians? You don't like people with glasses? We didn't care. Who cares? Doesn't matter to me. All I got to do is prove intent. Hate crimes came along complicated everything. So now, not only do I have to prove what it was that you did, i got to prove why you did it. Why you did it. And there have been cases, one case in particular, there was a case, I've talked about this a million times, in the state of New York, where there was this uh, fellow who was robbing people because they were gay. He waited, and there were these gay folks who would congregate in this particular area, and sure enough, he'd swoop in and rob them all. And when asked, did you rob them because they were gay? He said, yes, I did. Because they were gay? That's right. Oh, I see. But not because I hated them. Not because it was inanimous. I did it because I thought they would be weak and wouldn't fight back. He was very, very wrong. What does that mean? That's not a hate crime. That's a target crime. Why does a rapist target a woman? Why do some people target old people? Because they can't fight back. Not because they hate old people. You see what happens? You get into this thought business. But we love hate crimes. Oh, my God. It's a thought crime. I'm taking a regular crime and I'm aggravating it because there is a constitutional right that you have to hate people. You may not like that, but it's true. You can hate people. It is your constitutional right to hate. I can't prosecute you because you hate people. You, you can't. You could stand in a corner and say, by the way, excuse me, sir, want to know? I hate you. I hate you and your kind. And if there's no assault involved, if I'm not disturbing the peace, there's nothing anybody can do. I can say whatever I want. I hate you. I love you. I'm not particularly wild about you. But now we are taking, and we are, number one, criminalizing thought crime. This is the thought police. This is exactly what we're doing. And we're also going to take it to give life to, to animate, to humanize, to grant status to machines. Because already there are countries and there are jurisdictions that want to prohibit the sale of, quote, underage robots. What does that mean? A robot doesn't have an age, maybe the date of production. Now, you may say this is great. Other people, believe it or not, have had a different take. They've thought, wow, this is terrific because you'll, this will give these crazy people an outlet, something they can go to in the meantime, you know, to, you know, in lieu of or instead of attacking children. Okay, fine, that's, that's an alternative way of thinking. But I want you to be very, very concerned over the fact that we are going to animate these people. We're going to give these, these people, these robots, we're going to give them status by giving them the level of protection that a human would have by being able to criminalize behavior, by saying, yes, you can sexually abuse a robot, a machine. As a, as a human, 
not as somebody messing with your machinery. I can't, you know, fiddle around with your lawnmower because that, that's trespassory. And we've already done it so far with, with, with hate crimes. We're going for thought police. And in the meantime, when I bring this up, nobody, uh, with, with the exception of you, of course, but nobody will understand anything that I've just said because they'll say, but that's sick. And it will go no further. Meanwhile, one day, you will have a robot running for office, a robot serving as a juror, a robot as a policeman. Oh, RoboCop's coming. But not as a robot, but as a citizen of these United States. Think I'm kidding? Think this is exaggerated? Think again, my friend. Now, if you happen to like this particular video, you're very enlightened. Good. Hit the thumbs up, the like, whatever the hell you want to call it. In addition, if you uh, would be so kind, please subscribe to this channel. And also, hit that little bell so you'll be notified of new videos and the like. And now, as always, I ask you, I beseech, I entreat, I importune you to comment as you see fit.